What's going on and welcome to episode 69 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I'm your host Sanchez Bailey and I am excited for today. Um, why? Because I just feel like it's a good episode um, on the horizon and so let's put the money where my mouth is. <laughs> so, you know, if I'm completely honest with you, throughout the weekend I was quite lost with the topic or lost of, with inspiration. To be fair, on my defence, I haven't really completed my recent typical like glance over the football world and, and the Premier League as well. That's a lie, I don't check the football world. <laughs> the Premier League, really, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, I, didn't re- I haven't really completed what I would normally do where I would seek some inspiration, because it's not hard for me to seek some inspiration. Although my bias has allowed me to... to to have some um, inspiration. I feel like you probably know where I'm going with this, especially because you've seen the title and stuff like this. But to be honest, I want to kind of take two perspectives, which is something that I don't usually do. And I want to focus on the game, you know, yesterday, Arsenal, Liverpool, obviously. But there's there's actually a few things that I want to kind of focus on. And so um, let's get straight to it. So Arsenal, they done well, they won. I'm really happy as an Arsenal man, but like, it's just nice to see a team on the ascendancy like that, irrespective of who it would be. I probably would be, it probably would be very admirable to see any team kind of build the way they are, especially with young talent, especially with a player who, you know, was uh, had a really unfortunate experience in Saka and in the penalty, um, Martini with an injury. Um, Xhaka with, you know, the incident. So it's nice to see players turning it around, in short. And so um, it's been really great to see that. And yeah, they've done pretty well against Liverpool. And, and like, you know, I had a lot of friends and, and people who were considering Arsenal's form and saying, Do you know, what? Arsenal's going to beat Liverpool. And I never really, you know, I don't really, I'm not really that like tied into emotions in the sense where I I always watch football objectively, put it that way. Even though I have my preference in the team, I always think objectively. And so I always said to my friends anyway, like, it's the best and the worst time to play Liverpool right now, best for form, but it's the worst when you think about the, the mental um the mental aspects that go into this game. Now Liverpool are gonna be going behind so many points, right? And they've been in bad form. It is a great opportunity to change and to turn your fortune against an informed team in the Premier League, against a team that's pretty, that was pretty much top, has been top the whole time. And so you don't need much more motivation against that. You're playing Jota, who's one of the players that scores a lot against Arsenal, who's recently as well. As, um, and, you know, there's been players that they have that are, have recently been out of form. What a, a way to turn the critics into your favour? What a way to uh, change your fortune. What a way to just, you know, change your narrative against one of the teams that, you know, they're saying is challenging for the league. And so I only expected the very best Liverpool yesterday. And to be completely honest with you, Liverpool were good yesterday. They were good. They were good. They controlled a lot of the game. Um, uh, Other than the times that they didn't, but they controlled quite a bit of the game. They were very um, threatening although their threats were nullified um, largely. My point being is that they didn't, Arsenal didn't play a team that was just not at it. They just was a lot better than the team that was at it. 
And that's what's even greater to see. And um, one of the main focuses that is that um, I want to kind of highlight the aftermath and what they were saying. And like, you know, these are things where I can't really take too much into it because this is not necessarily the thoughts and the, the statements that they said off their own back. It was almost provoked. So the interviews would ask everybody from the, uh, the manager to the players, does this win give you confidence? Or, no, 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 they didn't ask that, sorry. They asked, is beating Liverpool one of the things that give you confidence? You know, and everyone said yes. You know, who's going to say no? And who's going to really take that time when you're excited and maybe just came out of the change room and everyone's buzzing to really think of the best way to articulate yourself, except for the thing that you know you need to say, which is game by game, basically. So everyone was saying yes. And then my alarm bells kept ringing. Bam, bam, my psychological spidey sense <laughs> kicked in. Because that's a dangerous thing. I'm going to kind of repeat what they said. And hopefully, you, you know, you uh, following along with the podcast, you kind of know where I'm going with some of the, the, the mindset applications. But anyway, so they said that because they beat Liverpool, they were able to take confidence. So there were so many things I was able to interpret from that. If they didn't beat Liverpool, they may not have taken confidence. They may have dropped confidence, right? Um, that also means if, you know, if they beat, uh, who's bottom of the table right now? Gosh, I can't think. I think it was Wolves. They're around the bottom. If they beat Wolves, would they take confidence? Would they take as much confidence? And who knows the answer to this, but it doesn't sound like it, going by what was said and, and what the justification is with that, you know? And the danger with, with having the confidence built and blossoming and improving because they beat, you know, one of the, the former champions is that there's gonna be scenarios in the season where that confidence level is going to be dented. And could there be some other things that they can take confidence in that's irrespective of the result? And I'll give you the perfect example. Arsenal beat Manchester, or lost to Manchester United, right? And it didn't seem to affect them at all, right? And one of the things that kept going or being, even now, commentators, pundits, whatever the situation would be, they lost to Man United, but they played well. Right? But they played well. You know, I was just speaking to an athlete today actually, and um, you know, we've been doing some work together, and you know, um, he scored yesterday, right? And we were speaking, and the team didn't win though, you know. Um, but yes, obviously, there's things that you need to look at from a team perspective, but one of the great things is, is that he scored, and one of the things that he initiated in terms of working with me was that he wanted to get scoring two games in a row and it's been great in that aspect but what is my point goodness me um, I don't know if my memory will last I've got like nine minutes on this uh, SD card but anyway so we you don't want to ever get in a situation that your results is a determinant to your confidence levels the danger is there's going to be so many scenarios where things don't go in your way as we highlighted last week there's over 20 people furthermore yeah, there's over 20 people on the pitch, 25 people on the pitch, including substitutions, potentially up to 30 nowadays. 
There's all gonna, there's gonna be so many uh, factors that go for you and against you, and Liverpool could feel harm done by because you can say they won or they lost by a penalty decision that may have been generous. So really and truly, you could say 23 people plus, and then there's someone who makes the decisions in the game, which can go to and for you. And all of a sudden, are you going to base your confidence levels just from the fact of a result? That's going to be harsh for you in the development of your career. And for Arsenal, in their sake, if they did even win yesterday, it would have been such a shame that a team that would have played the way that they did would then drop and lose confidence because of the fact that they didn't win. So how can we take confidence in scenarios like this and, and irrespective of the result? It goes back to your preparation, guys. And I sound like a, uh, a broken record. I guess every season I have my one thing that I really focus on. And I believe that people should be really treating your match day preparation sacred. The athlete that I'm talking about who scored the last two games and I've done some work recently, we was working on match day preparation. And I don't want to say that that's crediting him to score two games in a row. He has to do the work. But the point is, the match day preparation is so important. It's so key. Right? And then, it's not even just the preparation, it's the aftermath, it's the reflections, it's you going back and looking at how well they were achieved, what you didn't achieve and what you could do to fix that. And you being able to look back at your games and say there were certain things that were achieved, there were certain success criteria that were matched, those are the things is where, where you need to take confidence from. Those are the elements that allow you to, to take or that should allow you to take confidence. Because these are things that are actually being done. Right? These are the things that are actually going to benefit you in the long run. These are going to be things that will get you three points eventually. Eventually. When, if all things work together in your favour. If everybody's in sync with your team. And so um, I want to kind of use the Arsenal experience to kind of highlight to you that you should not be taking confidence from results. Imagine you play for Wolves, <laughs> for example. Your top player for Wolves, top prospect. All the teams in Europe want you. And your confidence levels were dropped every single time Wolves didn't get a result. It's harsh to your own career development. So, one way to make sure that you are maintaining your confidence levels is to ensure that you are achieving, or you look at how well you achieve the things you set out to do at the beginning of the game, or before the game. And how well you achieve those. How well you done that. And Arsenal yesterday, you could say how well they done in their defence. How well they done with their pressing. How well they done with their close control and fast passes and, and their touches inside the danger area. How well they done with their shots. At the same time, you can highlight there was things that were really not so good in terms of some of the centre-back play. Right? In terms of maybe the goalkeeper and, and some of the decisions that were made there. And does, this doesn't mean you drop confidence. You're able to look at that, address it, fix it, and build a habit that will eradicate those things you don't want to see in those games. And that's how you build momentum and development, guys. Kind of shifting to Liverpool a little bit. Liverpool, man, like, I already knew that like, you're Liverpool were going to see how important Mane was to them. And look, their issue is not just scoring, it's, it's also conceding, right? So we never want to say that Mane is the, o the only thing, but what could Liverpool currently do? If I was working with Liverpool right now, um, what would I do to try and fix their issue? One of the things that I would do to fix Liverpool's issue 
it's to kind of start with a team and identify their philosophy and, and their and their um their ethos. What do they what are, who are they as a team? And right now I don't quite know. They had an identity. They kind of still do a little bit, but what is it? Who are they as a team? This may need to be reinforced, especially with new recruits. So that is something that needs to be introduced into the team. What their uh, philosophy is essentially. And then they need to be able to be aware of what their strengths are because they're, they're world-class elite players. I was so impressed with them yesterday, right? And they're world-class elite players. Some of them need to be more, only reminded of their skill possessions or skill sets, but I don't know if everyone knows what their teammates' skill possessions are. It's important for you to know that. How? Because you can complement each other. Those are the things that I would then initiate and implement with the team at Liverpool. And so I'm only saying this because you might be in a similar situation where it's just you just don't know what to do and maybe the coach doesn't know what to do or maybe the coach is doing stuff that will definitely benefit in terms of tactical decisions. But now with your now mental input and knowledge, you might even be able to start identifying some of the strengths of your teammates and start working towards complementing theirs and allowing theirs, their strengths to complement yours. Once you're able to do that, you can see that's the exact same thing that's happening in Arsenal. But once you start noticing that, then you're able to start talking about um, uh, matchday agendas as a team, matchday agendas as an individual. Because now you already know how you're going to manipulate those agendas to then complement other people as well. And then you build momentum, you build uh, trust, you, you reflect and you build confidence because you're looking at the criteria and whether that was achieved or not, not necessarily the results. Now, if I'm honest, Liverpool could take a little bit of confidence. Well, should take a little bit of confidence from yesterday because they played exceptionally well against a team that was just a lot better. Just like how um, Arsenal could look at the Man United game and look at their result and be like, look, we played well, but we just played against a team that was just a little bit better or took advantage of some of our, I hate the word, but weaknesses. And that's my message today, to be honest with you, is do not allow confidence to be result-based. It is dangerous to allow your confidence levels to be result-based. It is dangerous to even speak as if results contribute to your, your um, confidence levels. And I'm sure it was loose speaking by Arsenal because they were asked the question. It wasn't that they said that. If they said that, then that means it's more embedded inside them. But they were asked the questions, it's loose terminology. So Arsenal are exonerated in terms of my critique. However, we can use this experience because sometimes we then implement or almost kind of mirror what players say. We kind of speak like they would because, you know, it's cultural, we're learning. And that's something that we definitely should not be saying. And I say that in the best possible way. And I'm going to leave it at that um, because um, I feel like the message is there. And it's now for you to start thinking about how you take confidence and how you kind of... Um, embrace and and how maybe that could change in terms of how you perceive your confidence levels and changing it from necessarily being results based but then having your success criteria. have your agendas before you go into a match day have the things that you want to get set uh, to, to achieve and then also look back and reflect on it and see what things are done well what things you want to repeat which things you want to avoid and what you're going to do to repeat those things and what you're going to do to avoid those things during the week that momentum and by doing that, you're able to kind of see how well you achieve something, which is then, which then should be your driving um, factor in terms of confidence levels. All right, guys. Um, episode 69, which is great. And uh, episode 70 to come next week. Look forward to it all. And we're on the race to 100 episodes. All right, guys. Take care. Hope this helps. All the best.